It's lunchtime, and the Broken Cafe is open for business. Live from Studio A in the heart of Delray Gallery, Dawn and Freddie S. and their team are ready to serve up a huge portion of fun for lunch with friends and neighbors. So let's break open that lunch pail and unwrap that sandwich you brought and take a front row seat in the Brooklyn Cafe and get ready to enjoy some humor and hot topics. It's time to get a healthy serving of hope and happiness to help your day go by with a smile. Your hosts, Dawn and Freddie S., are ready to talk about food, health, dating, or just plain dream making. If you have a story to share, a movie review, restaurant critique, or just a coincidental thing that happened to you, call in toll free at 888-565-1470 right now. Sit back and enjoy your lunch break at the Brooklyn Cafe. Here are your hosts, Dawn and Freddie S. And welcome, welcome, welcome to the Brooklyn Cafe. We are a little late because we are doing dual pro, 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 pro productions. I don't know. You know, you've got Teddy not only running dual productions, you've yeah. got her on her phone making deals, cutting deals, training new producers. <laughs> Teddy, can we clone you? And this too can be you. Mm-hmm. Teddy's do- Teddy. Now she's doing the dual because I need her to run over to the other studio. What's Here's the, the funny thing. Because we've got we've got six producers. Move over that way. We've got six producers in one studio, and mm-hmm. you've got Teddy in here. Yeah. But you've got Teddy running our set and the one that has the other six producers. So what's your problem? I got no problem. And you took my other guest too. You have her sitting in the Fuego. Studio. We are currently doing two productions. We got Fuego over in Studio B, and then we're doing the Brooklyn Cafe here because I want to prove that this logic works. <laughs> I got sex on the air. I got investment on the air. I got new interns on the air. I got you on the air. I got Sandra here. I got my man Steve on the way here. I got people working in the, in the theater here, putting up strips and everything else. got Frank covering our cable. I've got Wilson sitting next to me. I like that, Wilson. Did you ever get anything embroidered with your name on it? Yes, yeah, Wilson. <laughs> the trick is to change my name. You've got Wilson! Other stores. Wilson! Anything that says the Brooklyn Cafe. No. You never get anything that says... Freddie, you do that one from the Are You Ready shirt? It says Freddie. How much coffee did you have? I don't know. What did you put in my coffee? Let me ask you a question. What? Am I good with names? Terrible. Now we have a new girl in here. She's going to be running What the hell's her name? Taryn. <laughs> what? Taryn. Taryn. Taryn? Never, Say that 20 times. Never going to happen. Taryn. Oh! How you doing? Come and on the over. the brothers are in the house. Can I want to sit over here? We start with this as a travel Thursday. We've got destination Go wedding way. travel Wait, Thursday. Where are you walking? We've got Bobby coming today. We've got a new travel destination yeah. wedding planner coming today. Yeah, just stand but up a second. Let him by. You bring me the Siegel brothers. Yes. We've got Cortez and David. I think David indeed, ran away. Indeed. Uh, yes, he he ran for the hills. He I'm ran Cortez. for the hills. We've got all kinds of things happening. You told me. I'm going to tell you what she told me. We don't have no guests today. I told you, Tuesday we were pretty good. So now I have two studios full of guests. <laughs> I got more over there. So you guys, because he's got to go do an appointment. So we're going to talk a little bit about a little bit. And they have something in common. I want to bring that up as well. Really? Yes. But before we go there. That sounds crazy. Before we go. It's not crazy. This is the most sane thing <laughs> you've ever done in your life. I don't know what you would do without Dawn. I, I would know what die. I would run. She's the balance. She's Here's the, the balance. We do. Yes. I open the blinds. He closes them. Mm. Every studio I walk into, I open them up, and I come back in, and you close them. This one, too. The poinsettias. Poinsettias? I'm the Jewish girl. Say it. The poinsettia. The that too. They need light. I open the blinds, you close it. I don't even know. Hey, hey. You turn down the air conditioning, he turns it up. Yeah. Right. I but turn it off. Like you're an old married couple. Totally. Mm-hmm. Not going to tell you none of these she does. She leaves the freaking bathroom door open. <laughs> after she uses it. Oh. oh. I knew you were coming. I knew you were coming. Better no. So I, I have a black I have a black and blue on my hip because there's only one way in and out of that thing and I walk by from the kitchen and I got a black and blue on my hip. I said, "Can you t- can you please close the freaking door? We close or the door. Watch, look up watch while you're walking. walking. <laughs> <laughs> or, 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 you want turn off the lights. You want to boat with those oars. Or, nobody turns off the light. What or, is it with people no, nowadays? We need you an oar. Nowadays. You, nowadays, <laughs> nobody turns off the lights. Oh, wow. In this place has a million light bulbs. You know what the FPL is going to be? you got to turn off the lights. I know. The bill's well, going to be something like that. Back in the day like when people had to blow out the flame, it was, a, it was more of a hazard. I'm, I'm ready to go we have with candles. electric light. Yes. What's up, Dave? Nope. nope. Wrong nope. producer. <laughs> <laughs> you got people, 
You got people running from room to room. His name's not even Dave. His name is Glenn. And yes, Barbara, we love your granddaughter, too. Teddy rocks. Glenn's coming this way. Uh, do you believe what's going on here? That's Glenn. <laughs> We've had everyone running this show. <laughs> Our phone lines are open. Give us a call. 888-994-4995. Say hi to Jive. Tell Jive. It is not open. It is in my mind. No, because in that phone, you can't bring it. So don't say that. But People I are going to call. call. And then say, we can't get through. Oh. And then they'll write us a okay, message. Oh, okay. 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 Everybody just call Freddie on his personal cell phone. 347 yeah. I dare you. Give us wow. a call. Wow. Yeah. There it is. And you've got the Siegel Brothers. You guys are moving to Friday nights. Yes, we are. Dude, I am very excited about that. About that. Mm-hmm. And we're moving to Saturday nights. Oh, Even nice. cooler. Right? We're going to be Saturday nights, 8 to 10, mm-hmm. on the three stations. So we have the option to run a rerun of one of our shows, to do best, greatest of the week, or do networking <laughs> events and do them right here from the warehouse and put them live from 8 to 10. So the nighttime venue, the after hours venue, is amazing. Wow. Mm-hmm. They Not used to be on Monday nights at 9, correct? Right, Monday nights, 9. That's right. I had to run at a now station. We're going to Friday nights yes. at 7 p.m. Which were interesting to see. It's interesting to see the change in demographics because people are just coming home and things of that nature. I want to see because they have this great show. Well, sex talk with the Seagull Brothers Friday night Let's going into the sex. weekend. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about sex Not and they idea. and right? they send out all yeah. these things and the weekend you know, you're percolating. That's right. Oh. You know what it means to percolate? Uh, uh, no, go asleep. more in depth. Uh, tell us more about percolating. What's the, the percolating? Percolating. Off the air, we'll talk about. You got to percolate. It's like, a, it's, like the co- it's like the coffee from Don Pablo. Yeah, Brew, simmer, mm. slowly build. That's right. You got to make it so that you get nothing. The sexy oh. thing we used to do in our <laughs> 20s that you don't do after being married for 30-something years, that thing. If you're making sauce or gravy for the Sicilians, right? You don't want to boil it. You want to low simmer, simmer all it. day and right. let it fill the house. I'm sorry. How long have you been married? I got to ask him a question, though. I've been divorced can, I go, can I go there? Mm. Can guys actually... Percolate and low simmer, or yeah. can yes. they? Is that really? Does it exist? Yes. Absolutely. Really? Yeah. Well, you know how you do it? How to make heart a heart attack? Tuesday night, I guarantee you. Tuesday morning, he's going to wake up, start to percolate. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he said, but I agree. You think guys can percolate? Percolate? I don't think. Of course, I guys. cannot confirm or I don't deny think those. Guys, I don't think guys can. <laughs> can we talk about this midday? <laughs> what do you want to talk about? Don't, can, you don't think guys can percolate? You on, do we have any mics left here? No. <laughs> uh, this one's available. This one. This one's available. <laughs> yes, guys can percolate just like women. It's all no, the I same don't think, stuff. I don't think men can. They I need Sandra in here. And, and I think what you're really speaking to is there's a big difference between how Here's we can time. act, what we can Here's do, and what, and what we, we do. actually <laughs> There you go. Right? I like a, that. There's a script that men tend to operate from that's very different true. than their biology. That's true. Do you know that men say they run the house when they really run around it? And do you know, my father said to me, all women are born, they read a book. So I said, Dad, can I read the book? He says, no, you're not a woman. Hmm. All women read the same book. They all have that whole thing working. Did he tell you what book that was? Yes, he says it was called The Book of Mystery. Hmm. My father was very colorful. He was. La Libreta de Misterio, he used to call it. I said, what does that mean? He says, nobody knows. (laughs) 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 I don't seem to find a copy either. No, there is no copy. But they, you ever notice women always have a a similar um, tendencies? Tendencies. Mm -hmm. When I coached football, it was about tendencies. Women have a similar tendency. Everyone has tendencies. Yes, and you, te- women's tendency is to drive men nuts. No, our, our <laughs> no that is their job. Right? Their job. Everyone wants the desire. You want to know that you can just touch <clears throat> without having to have sex all the time. But I don't think men can do that. They can, no, but men, they don't. Uh, most Absolutely. men right? don't know that. Most men don't think about that. But you know actually, I don't even want to say most men because I don't even think that's 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 true. Many men. Don't think that way, but we're all absolutely capable of that. But I want to say, all Americans in particular, men and women, uh, yeah. Americans. have a really hard yep. time with the concept of non-sexual intimate touch. Mm-hmm. People in Europe right. and so, uh, Latin countries have a much easier, much clearer understanding. Non-sexual you can have touch? touch that's mm-hmm. not sexual. Right. That's true, Americans like holding hands, cramps, hitting okay. each other with a hammer. Kissing, hugging. Most of that, that complaint, I hear that a lot from women. They're watching television, they just want to reach over and rub the shoulder, and he mm, thinks it's sexy. It's time to go. And, and he touches. 
perceived right. as sexual touch or an invitation. Sure. Mm. And so a lot of people just, it's, uh, I'm not touching anymore. Right. I'm just going to stay on my side of the couch because you right. know what? I just really wanted to say hello. Right, more exactly. More than a hello. Or share affection. Right. right. That right. doesn't necessarily have to run to the mm. bedroom every right. time. And to add on to that, too, that, you know, uh, especially American guys don't realize that our body cycles. We have physiological cycles. There are things that happen that have no bearing on what we think is intention. Most, the vast majority by far of erections that men get have nothing to do with, quote, sex. Yet, for many guys, that programming is if I get an erection, I'm supposed to have sex. But and don't think of it as the way the body just normally works. You get an erection, so what? It doesn't mean anything. True right? that. So <laughs> there's that imperative. And this is, and I'm glad you pointed that out because this really is a uniquely American thing. We have an obsession and an ignorance when it comes to sex and sexuality that, well, that intimacy is a casualty of, I think, that, uh, uh, that ignorance and obsession, right? Because it's about a specific behavior. It's about doing something. It's intercourse focus. So intimacy as a process is not something a lot of American guys have sort of in their just slate of how to think. Now, these, these two guys are brothers. So they uh, do this show. Right? <laughs> they do this show, and I hear this. I hear this, and I get to do the voice. I get to see what people write in, mm. people call in, all sorts of stuff is going on. Wow. And I have this gentleman here also who's in the financial service business, and we were talking about you guys today because sometimes finances is what really drives. I'm going to talk for, about men. I'm not going to talk about women because then you get mad at me. Talk about men. It drives their lack of sexual desire. It isn't that they don't find mm -hmm. people, their, their spouses or whatever, sexual. Maybe they do. Bing, boing, boing, or not. doesn't make a difference. But mm -hmm. sometimes finances create mm -hmm. all of this pressure and you can't perform. Well, the two sure. biggest fights you have. Here it comes. And I tell you this all the time. The two things people fight about are sex and money. Mm-hmm. And, and, it's, and it's not in that order, and though. Politics. It depends what There's it is. Right. Yeah, but you can right. sort of get around in-laws. You can sort of get around the call. But the mm -hmm. intimacy fighting, the things that will stop intimacy, is never fighting about the in-laws, at least not mm -hmm. for very long. Mm -hmm. right. It's going to be sex and money. Because right. if there's not enough money coming in, then that totally kills that whole thing. Mm -hmm. And then that leads to the lack of intimacy, at least that whole kind of intimacy and then you don't want to have affection because you're fighting over money and mm. then you fight because there's no sex and there's no money right and one thing just goes to the next and i've been telling you that for years <laughs> i don't know if a guys <laughs> believe that but at least I no, think uh, no we can't argue with that no but absolutely you know what? we have uh, our own uh, libra de mysterio see this is how he goes <coughs> sex and money you hear what he said did we get handed this script and it's all mysterious. Yep. People, I'm sure there are people listening think 1220 is no time to be talking about sex. But I'm sure there's people, someone's having sex right now. and Maybe one or two people in the world. Or you're building it. up the percolating for the weekend, is mm -hmm. all I can say. Perhaps, or tonight, or, right? Segway. Yeah. You know, you're, no, I don't want to segue. <laughs> I want to continue on this No, 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 theme I was saying that is the same. Because yeah. you're, you're both, I think you're both absolutely right. And here's another. How, the, how can we both be right? Because here's another sexist double standard for you. Is there? We accept without a problem that women might not orgasm every time they have sex. For guys, it's 100% or catastrophe. Right. Mm. Yes. Where did mm -hmm. that come from? Yeah. yeah. Well, so we wonder why guys are so performance fixated and stressed, like money stress or family stress or stress over an unsatisfied partner. All of that leads sure. to... So let me get this right. If a man doesn't have an orgasm, it's okay, honey, thank you very much. It was great. Bye -bye. No, it's a whole No, it's, that, it's not a matter of, well, you know, it no. doesn't matter that I didn't. It felt really great. This no, was a wonderful saying, experience. Thank you, thank you, no, thank there's you something know. wrong. No. If you did, but who's saying there's something wrong? Is it the man or the woman? No, the partner's usually. But well, is it both. the woman or the man involved? Both. Who's the one that's like... But if well, the guy the man, tells you I'm good, I'm good. man feels like a failure, and the partner feels like the man's not attracted to him or her enough. Otherwise, that wouldn't happen. Right. Older so guys are more likely to say, you know what, I'm good. I'm I don't old. really I'm, need that. I'm old. It's it doesn't okay. work the same way. Right? Sure. And it's all right. But oftentimes it is, again, but part of that script. The partner thinks, well, what did I do scale, wrong? though, of men that used to perform all the time like clockwork, easy. And then as you move into the older guy, whatever that age is, that you can't all the time. And then this whole mindset and the male ego 
that changes everything also because, because that doesn't make the transition the no it doesn't that doesn't come along with that transition right. to older age they have a lot of guys in their 50s 60s 70s that are still comparing themselves to themselves in their 20s and 30s that yeah. makes a lot of sense all right so how do you back out of this thing gracefully i mean you feel like a reject for the whole day i mean what do you do well i mean this is where acceptance comes in you know, we have to understand that things change. Change doesn't necessarily mean bad. If my body doesn't respond the way it did in my 20s, that doesn't mean anything's wrong. There's a new normal. And that's a framing that, you know, we often kind of take a is. look at. You have to establish a new normal. And let's make whatever accommodations need to be made. Get the ego out of it. Realize that we're not 20. We're not swinging from chandeliers anymore. We're not, you know, you know, Speak sort of one-minute Timmy. You know, where Larry had we a very get an erection whenever we want it. Probably don't know what to do with okay, it. Okay, but that's on a, on a personal level. Are you saying that you should tell... Your partner, disinformation yes, as well, share absolutely. it. So communication becomes well, a communication. More yeah. intimate. People being able to talk about what they like <clears throat> and what's going on, or everybody being in their head going, "Oh my God, what's it? What? Uh, don't do that again." Or right. When, when people are in their Man, head, they you can't make sex sound scary. Space. But it's yeah. built up so much. Paul actually put a post on because Paul put some interesting posts on about pregnancy. And there was a post on about a woman who was in major postpartum depression. She hadn't gone on a date. Since the baby, since three months later, and this whole buildup for her of mm -hmm. was it going to be okay and how it was mm -hmm. going to be and like a first date and she said they finally got to the hotel she and her husband and it was horrible. Sure. Mm -hmm. They built it up and it was horrible and then her postpartum depression got worse and there's so much of a disconnect yep. from that and then there's the years that you get it back together and then mm -hmm. hormones start changing. Your kids leave, and then that changed the whole dynamic again. Because mm -hmm. then it's, wow, this my kids emptiness. are gone. It's empty nesting. This is great. But then you start going through menopause and menopause and all another those new pauses. Normal, another new normal. Another That's new right. Normal. This is why I say the cure to all of this. Wilson. You take your no. You take you <laughs> take you take your lady or man. You take them dancing to the ballroom dancing. Well, Fernando's going to teach us all to dance. And Fernando, we're doing Fuego right now in the other studio, and they're going to have a whole dance session here. Do you know first dates, you go dancing, you're either going to make it or break it. Mm. It ain't going to work, or it's going to work. And perhaps you need to tell our, any listeners under 40 what ballroom dancing is. <laughs> <laughs> grandpa. Salsa, but A.K.A. Grandpa. First of all, let me tell you something. You know, I, 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 I did. That's the room I where did. we keep all of the balls. I did ballroom dancing, right? You know what the guy tells me? Oh, you do a lot of street dancing. <laughs> That's what he called it. I said, really? I like that. All the balls in one room. All That's of them. Just yeah. collect all but of them. But now, see, now there is there is a possible downside, <laughs> and how's it, this is this of is course there is this, Larry. This, this Tell us for you as well. That when you talk about again going back to your sort of sex and money, they both kind of reflect the same kind of of issue or the same kind of stress. Even though even going dancing for a lot of guys. I, we know that Intimidating. when guys, you know, just especially younger days, you yeah. know, going out to a club, going out to a dance club, to generalize, right? Women, for the most part, if they hear a song that they like when they walk in, it's like, let's go. All I right. want to yeah. dance to that. Guys, no matter how, it could be their favorite song, guys generally will not dance until they've at least had a drink. There it is. Have to loosen up a little bit. Mm -hmm. Well, that's what they're going to stand. So you got to be drunk to themselves. dance? No. A lot of guys. Right? Really? Some, some do. They need to loosen up, get yeah. that social lubricant. That wall. That but here's, here's the point that yeah. I want to make. The money, the, uh, sex, even dancing, these can all represent various degrees or various types of performance True. anxiety. True. Yeah. And this is probably the one thing more than anything else, for guys especially, that undermines their, their sexual ability, both yeah. desire and performance. Because I don't think women come to it with an ego like men do. Well, no. making money is it's a different ego. tied to masculinity and you right. know, machismo. That's why a lot of guys can't stand it if, if uh, they're married to a woman who's making more money than them. You know, I, never, I never That's understood true. that. I love a woman well, that makes more too. money than me. Oh my God, me too. I encourage home. that. Stay home and have a woman go out and make tons of money. I encourage that. Woo. Please, make more money than please, me. I beg please. you. But it changes the dynamics. If it you're does. the breadwinner That's right. and you and your wife have an understanding, but you're... 
See, it's different. Bread winner. Things. Bread is to be eaten. And you you say, post it, you eat it. And they raise the kids. And that's the agreement that you have, and that's wonderful. And you're making all the money. And then all of a sudden, your wife, you know, the kids are grown, and the kid, and your wife goes back to work, and now she's independent. She's going through menopause. All these things, right? She's hit her 50. She's finding herself. She's stepping into her power. She's going back to work. There's no kids in the house. In your career, you're ready to retire, slow down, total shift. Mm-hmm. You're ready for more intimacy. And she's like, no, I'm going my career. Mm-hmm. So How do we go to making more money to intimacy? Sex well, money. because they're, they're related. I mean, in terms of a woman. But make all the a money sense of, A sense of being needed that a lot of guys have. Mm-hmm. That, that sense of, I need to be the one to take care of. I need to be needed. This is part of that script. That's what guys that believe? Still I need to take well, care yeah, of Yeah, I think we'd have to agree that, that these are more conservative, kind of old school values. Mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot is of this from, from 40 and above, like you said before? Yes. Yeah. So 40 and below, they really don't care? I think it's different. Well, there are differences, yeah. Care. I don't yeah, care. They're interested they're more hoping they themselves. meet an old woman that take care of them, right? But they're having much less sex <laughs> right. than boomers. That's, that's well, they're having the point less sex. They're less having much sex. less sex than boomers. Right. And well, they're on their phone. What the hell can have sex on your phone? <laughs> they're probably making love to Well, them. actually, that's oh. how a lot of them do have sex. On their phone, right? That's they they that's text right. each other. Yeah, sexting. The whole world is upside down. The kids got quiet over there. She keeps agreeing. She keeps saying, yeah. Are you married? My condolence. <laughs> My but condolence. I mean, I was I was divorced I twice. <laughs> you know, it's really funny that you bring this up. I was divorced. I've been divorced now, I don't know, 20-some-odd years. And back in the day, I had this philosophy. I asked Michelle, do you want to work or take care of the kids? She stayed home for a week. She couldn't do it. Mm. So I said, okay, go have your career. I had to work at night. So I took care of the kids in the day, and I had to work at night. I love when Michelle made a lot of money. <laughs> a lot less fighting. But you're no. unique. You're like an enigma. You're right. just different. Well, but just to clarify, you're talking about your ex-wife. <laughs> yes. Okay. There's a different. Yeah. Wife. <laughs> so, there's, work so, well. so that may not have worked out you, as well as you, you're, you're kind tell, of making I'll, it sound. I'll tell you off the air why. It has nothing to do with any of this, but I'll tell you off the air why. Sure. Sure. She knows why. Mm-hmm. But the bottom line here is, <clears throat> you, don't you make it till you break it? You know, I mean, you, you sort of have to work on your deficiencies, and you have to mm-hmm. communicate. Mm-hmm. And money is always a, a problem. I don't care how much money you make, you're always going to be a dollar short. Always going to be a dollar short. Because I know millionaires that don't have enough money. And I know a guy who eats rice and beans every night because all he has is $1.99, and he's always a dollar short. It's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But it's about communications. But the psychology, it always is what's in your mind. Right. And you always create mm-hmm. it more in your mind than when the situation is actually there. I love that mm. you segue that because this gentleman only has mm. a, a theory. What's it called? Uh, investment theory. The psychology piece? Uh, as far as the the mental wall that people put up when it comes to finances, uh, investments, um, as soon as I ask, what are you currently invested in? And immediately the wall goes up. So we really have to break down that wall. We We have to loosen them up to get to the nitty-gritty, the core. So, like you said, he won't dance until he gets his first drink. Mm-hmm. He wants to loosen up. He wants to get it off of him, whatever that is. That tension, that that tenseness. So, you definitely have to break down the walls. The same thing mm-hmm. with making money, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. That, that could have been a sex therapist talking. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll leave that to you guys. Well, but again, I walls and get to the nitty gritty. (laughs) And I think (laughs) some of that that similar defensiveness. (laughs) Yes, I think if you come out and just ask a lot of guys, "What are you invested in?" Mm -hmm. There's a similarity in that defensiveness to Mm -hmm. a lot of guys. If you ask them, "What kind of sex do they have?" or "Do they masturbate?" That same defensiveness kicks up. Because if you're asking them what they're doing, that immediate thought might be, am I doing it right? Right. Yeah. And I'm yeah, going to be judged. I don't yeah. think women do that. Do what? Masturbate? <laughs> I would really? hope so. Not in that way. No. We don't have these the walls. And if someone says, where's your money invested? Here it is. What do you do for intimacy? Well, I'd like to sit on the couch and watch TV and maybe hold his hand, but he doesn't want to. I think women are much more transparent about sex and money <clears throat> than men. I don't. Do, I disagree. Why? 
Because I think that the problem is that women aren't transparent about anything. I think what women would let you think. You know, you guys are very clever creatures. Mm. Way you, more than us. You let us <laughs> think that you have, here's the answer, I'll sit on the couch. It isn't that easy. Because I said I've been sitting on couches all my life, and I ain't never <laughs> seen I never see resolution. <laughs> Meeting a halfway or something like that. Yeah, did you say well, you want to meet halfway, and then you right. move the halfway point? Well, because well, guys also have to right? understand. You move the bar a little bit. This this ability that women have that we don't. In a lot of ways, we hips. are simpler. Hips. Right? They in put fact, kids on no, their hips. No, an ability, that? ability. Oh, ability. Right? Uh, and it's ability that I refer to as shades of black. Mm. Right. And you mean gray? No, no, shades of black. And I, I started that characterization several years ago after making the mistake, and you ladies will know why this is a mistake right away, uh, of looking into a friend of mine's closet and asking her why she had so many pairs of black shoes. Okay. And I was resoundly red. <laughs> right? These are black. These are midnight. These are dark charcoal. These are this and these are that. These and I started work. hearing these all of these shades of black. Right. These are pumps. Right. Contrast. Yeah. So I mean, they taught you the while, color I'll black? go into a department <laughs> store and go through the cosmetic department just to see if you've managed to come up with a new red. Right? Whenever I think there cannot be any more shades of red, there's a new one coming up. So this is, some, this is, this is an inherent... Uh, a difference between men and women and this does kind of come into our communication because when we talk and when we we are trying to communicate we assume that we're always on the same page especially if we use the same words but if I say to another guy I'm mad or I'm upset or I'm angry or I'm pissed off it means exactly the same thing but for most women, each one of those things are very different. Yes. And each yeah. one of those things are nuanced. And I even in a, in a session with a couple one time, and it took me a second to kind of realize that uh, even in repeating what he heard his wife say, she said, when you do that, it gets me upset. And he repeated back, I understand when, when I do that, you get angry. And she blew up. Really? Say, see, he doesn't listen to me. He doesn't, he doesn't hear what I'm saying. He's repeating back to her exactly what she said. But no, she said upset. Oh, okay. He, he, he said okay. angry. You no, have now, to walk. Again, to guys, right. for the most part, it's the same thing. So you have to walk. But it's a shade of black. How many shoes does a guy have? One. One. He One. has to go to a wedding or a funeral. Right. That's it. He's, it's like black shoes and brown shoes. The guy comes home from work and says to his wife, oh, I had a lousy day. And she says, oh, tell me about it. And he says, I just did. Yes, exactly. right. That, 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 that I'm being sexist, I understand, but you know we only kind of mm -hmm. use half of our brain. Or do you want to talk about a lousy all. day? You ever come home have a lousy day? You want to sit, go through it again? No, no I, I know it's just lousy. Leave it there. Forty-five minutes right. to vent. But I'll say, you, I'll say to you, I'll say to you, I'm upset. Huh? I'll say to you, I'm upset, huh? or I'm frustrated, huh? or I'm angry. <laughs> huh? you, that's all the same thing. You're mad at this. I he just told you why. I know what upset means. But frustrated is different than upset. Sure. To me, it, I have a definition. I mean, sometimes I'm afraid to ask why because God only knows where I'm going, where you're going with it. It's true that. So, you know, you know what most <laughs> fights are about in relationships? I mean, those things, certainly money and, and sex and, and stuff like that. But most fights really come down to faulting our partner because they don't think or act more like we do. We do. Mm. Yeah. And right? right, exactly. And part of that, and okay, I will be sexist here too because this is something that more women have a tendency He's to He's being sexist, do not write to me. <laughs> write okay. to him. Hmm. No, and there's, I mean, there are some things that we can say are typically male and typically female. That in a lot of relationships, when somebody says something, right, and I'm just in a, uh, in a I'll be heterosexist as well. And in a heterosexual relationship, usually if a guy says something to the woman and she hears it in a way that's different than the way he meant it, when he says, oh, no, 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 that's not what I meant, the response should not be, well, that's what I heard. And then you just go with that because that's what you heard. Right. Because now then there's this automatic mistrust. You say, well, let me re-explain it. And that's often met with, no, no, you're just trying to get out of it now. When a very basic rule in communication is if somebody says something and it is heard in a way that's not the way they intended, they should get the opportunity to re-explain it.
I agree. And they should get the opportunity to re-explain it until the other person hears it the way they intended. Teddy, because we are always filtering through our own stuff. No. That's not mansplaining? No. <laughs> That's different? Relationships are like quicksand. Relationship is like quicksand. The more you try to wiggle out of something, the deeper you're going to put yourself in the, in, the, in the soup. Because my belief, my take on that whole so conversation... Stop talking. My conversation, my belief, my understanding of that conversation is... No matter how I explain it, what you feel is the only thing you're going to listen to. So mm -hmm. I'm sitting here okay. with my hands on my lap and tell you, okay, then you tell me what it is I said. Well, you think for me. It's well, also partially how you say it versus just what you say. True that? Mm -hmm. If I say mm -hmm. one thing, you say one thing, we're going to say it really differently and it's going to be interpreted two totally different ways. Until you make it so that I'm defending myself or it feels like I'm defending myself because you misunderstood or you don't understand what it is I meant because I wasn't clear. I'll take the blame. Mm -hmm. So then I sit there and I go, happens. and I sit there and I go, okay, tell me how I think. What mm -hmm. was it that I meant to say? Or how about, because now that's also kind of accusatory. It is, so but how it's on purpose how, but, I know, but how about instead of maybe bringing it into a conflict, okay. how about we are then able to say, and this is something that we should always be doing in our communication anyway, especially if I'm going to react to something okay. that I thought I heard, how about before I react, say, this is what I heard you say, is that what you meant? We but but that's what she's telling me or me telling her? No, no, no. That's, what, uh, that's the person that's hearing it. What, from your perspective, instead of say? that, you, well, you tell me what I think, how about, well, tell me what it is that you heard. Uh, and <laughs> let me, you know. I'd like to go to a commercial break. Is that okay with you? Yes. We're right. going to go to a quick commercial break. You sure? Mansplaining? Yeah, I'm writing this down. This, <laughs> listen, you can get more of this stuff on Friday nights at 7 o'clock. I'm telling you, it's a great show. <laughs> when we come back, let's talk about the financial side of being clear on communication, how this all goes hand in hand. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Does your business MobiPop? A new way to grow your business. Using a simple keyword, drive customers right to you with just a click. Customers will receive your personalized digital business card within seconds with all your contact information in one place, including a gallery of photos, videos, and clear call to action that drives sales. Promote your products and services or share a hot new listing with custom event pages and RSVP form boosting qualified leads. Special offers and promotions are directly sent to your potential customers' phones with text campaigns, increasing foot traffic, and creating a loyal following. Let MobiPop drive your marketing campaign. Focus on your business. Let MobiPop focus on growing it. If a tree falls in the woods and no one is around to hear it, does it make a sound? Have you ever felt that your voice goes unheard? And you think that you can make a difference if only someone would just listen. It's time for women in business to have a place to step into your power. A platform to embrace your hopes, dreams, and your visions. A voice to heal and restore. Your voice can make a difference. We have the platform to share your story and let your voice be heard. Be kind to yourself. Give yourself the chance to be heard and shine bright. Contact New Dawn Media by texting CAFE to 80800. That's C-A-F-E to 
Dr. Lee of Boca Raton Acupuncture Clinic with a PhD in neuroscience. Her practice in acupuncture helps hormone balancing, total relaxation, diabetes, and inflammation. For additional questions or to schedule a free consultation, call Boca Raton Acupuncture Clinic at 617-817-1910. Acupuncture and Chinese herbs are very effective in treating many ailments and diseases and have been used for thousands of years in China. Call today for your free consultation at 617-817-1910. As we age, our stem cells decline in their ability to heal our bodies. Imagine a patch that could activate your stem cells and reset them to a younger, healthier state. No supplements, nutrients, or drugs enter your body. Activate your stem cells with this patented phototherapy. Benefits include the support of wound healing, rapid pain relief, increased energy, better sleep, reduced stress, sharper mental focus, and an overall feeling of youthful vitality. When you're at your best, you experience the world differently. Contact us at 561-929-1627. For a free consultation to help you feel your best, activate your own stem cells with this affordable patented phototherapy. Call today, back at the Brooklyn Cafe TV with switching sets and as you see Wilson is offset at the moment but that's okay <laughs> he's at the other studio bringing in Sandra Torres who was also a 12 o'clock guest that he hijacked over to Fuego how did that go it was awesome I love him I love his energy I love his fire and it was great Fernando's great right yes mm-hmm. I feel like that's the movie The Intern so he's the intern, he's Robert De Niro, and I'm Anne Hathaway, so in my mind, we're like doing the whole intern movie over here. That's funny. Is that hilarious? That is. Like, he's made his money, he's done his thing, and this is his passion, and now he's interning with us. Yes. Which is the funniest thing ever. It's awesome. But he's awesome. That's great. Yeah. But I'm, I wanted to bring you into this conversation, because we were talking about how men can't be intimate without intercourse. That's an well, awesome conversation. Well, that's I wish well, we weren't really talking here. about that. <laughs> <laughs> they can, they choose not to be. No, we were talking about the misunderstanding of non-sexual intimate touch in most American men, and a lot of American women for that matter. But like if a couple's sitting together and a woman wants to reach out and stroke her husband, yep. he gets excited and thinks it's sexy time. Exactly. So she mm-hmm. stopped touching yep. after a while. Mm-hmm. Yes. Perfect conversation. Right. Yes. <laughs> But you're American, but you're also Latina. Yeah. He's Hispanic. Yeah. Different cultures or no? Uh, no, that same thing happens. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the American culture. If you were in Puerto Rico or Colombia, probably not so much. Or yes, still Probably. Does. Probably. Yeah. So it's not the American culture. It's just people as a whole as we age and things change. Uh, I mean, there's this pervasive, again, going back to this idea of a script, this pervasive script that you know, this is how it's supposed to be. Uh, And I think a lot of Western cultures in general really come from the same place with it. And it's not how we actually operate. It's just doing what we think we're supposed to do. you got to remember a lot of cultures, Puerto Rican cultures, many other Hispanic cultures as well, uh, especially, are still rooted in a lot of this European, uh, um, often a religious-based kind of thing that still tends to look at sex as something you do for procreation, not something 
we just have for pleasure. Or well, that's part of the obligation. Part of the marital duties. Yeah, but it's still it's still. I think Judaism is the only religion that that does even in the context of marriage have that celebration of the pleasure. And the intimacy that sex for, can for bring. Women. Most other religions, and and I think that for, for women. women, yes, yeah. absolutely. Uh, for most other religions, and I think almost all of Christianity, kind of sees sex as about reproduction. Women are vessels, and it's really the man. Uh, who gets the pleasure. Well, we talked about that in the beginning. I didn't want to go into the conversation without having a bookend with me on the other female point of view. Sure. It's saying that if men don't orgasm, it's not, there's, they feel like, ah, it didn't work, there's something mm-hmm. wrong with me. There are many times, I think, that women don't. Mm-hmm. Right. And they don't say, oh, honey, you didn't please me. We just... You go along with it and because, you just keep going. Right. And I think Ricky was saying before that, that you know, we've developed this double standard mm-hmm. where if men don't achieve <laughs> orgasm, it's a crisis. And every with time. women, it's an expectation that women will not every time. Or at least a pass. It's something that guys don't have to take personally. They go, mm-hmm. oh, it's all right. right. You want to try it now? Women, it's all right you know, next time. Right. Women are like right. that. You're but, very quiet. Oh, I have a lot to say. <laughs> do you think women invariably take it personally? Um, I don't know. I think that and for that, I mean, it's very diverse. It, I think it matters into how do you want your relationship to work, right? If men have come to the understanding that, listen, every time she touches me, it's not doesn't mean... Um, I'm initiating because she will eventually stop doing those loving things that men love, appreciate, and they can sense. So the moment that he recognizes, listen, that's not the way to get what I want. Because ultimately, what women need more than sex is that uh, personal connection without sex. We need to have that before we can really wholly give ourselves sexually to somebody because... That shows true, I think, unity. When someone can respect you as a human being that needs affection, because we all need that affection. You know, so <clears throat> once at once it's okay. If I can't give him affection because it's going to say I'm now obligated to sex, mm. doesn't that start to deteriorate the relationship sure. a bit? Sure. So I think if if a man recognizes that and he's like he knows how to play the cards, right? He's got to know how to play his cards, but he can't always be self-serving. And this is this is what culturally I've been taught, or this is what how mm-hmm. it should be, because it, there's going to be a divorce at some point, or there's going to be some a deteriorating of affection. You got to hear that this. Is what you don't want to lose. But then we change the game. Got to hear this. We change it up as we get older, as women, and our powers change and our wants change. And you guys are still the same. You're still like, all right, this is what we want. This is what we need. This is what we have to have. But no, wait, we need to talk. We don't need to talk. You talk too much. You eat too loud. Everything is changing. <laughs> well, tell me what you think I said. This is going to be my new, my new saying. Mantra. Wilson. My new mantra. Well, tell me, tell me what you think I said. That's tattoo what I'm going to do. I'm going to tattoo it on my forehead. <laughs> we, we can scan it like a Moby Pop. Tell me what you think I said. That should be mm-hmm. what goes across our scroller now on the bottom. I want to get I, I want to get one of those a ticker tape I ticker know. tape things, you know, mm-hmm. and I want to put that up. There. <laughs> I want to put that because I'm never going to win this argument. It's not an argument; it's a conversation. I just heard Sandra, and I don't know what she said. <laughs> no, but I was she over didn't know what you said. My ears were ringing. And I'm talking <laughs> well, to Steve, I said, what do you think she said? Oh, tell me what you think I said. Well, tell me what you think I said. <laughs> I want to know. I want to know now. Well, how did you feel about the conversation? Uh, no, I, I think that it, it's all about coming to mutual ground, understanding each mutual other. Mutual ground, like, yes. the, like the burning bush. You have, if you are, if you are a self-aware man, you have to, you have to know that. Listen, when I do this thing, it leads to this. When I or this thing either leads to this or an argument or a discussion or something that no one's happy at the end of the day. You have to be able to respect your partner in a way that says, "Listen, she needs this." I need this and have either that conversation, but you should, a partnership should have that awareness. Like, I know every single time I do something, like, what, I know the rea- what's going to come out of every move. I think women can call it. Women a, call it. A, I'm sitting here for two minutes and already has gone south. Women no, can call it. Women, she knows. Women can call it. You, you picked up on our conversation earlier and you weren't even here. It's just perfect. Right, this whole Calypso standard, man smart, women smarter. Now, on <laughs> Sex Talk with the Siegel Brothers, Friday nights at 7 o'clock, um, 
you know, it's two middle-aged dudes talking about sex. And sometimes our male listeners accuse us of kind of male bashing and being too uh, ultra-feminist. I think it's just acceptance. I think you guys are yeah, very clever. We're outgunned, right? And we try... So you're giving us... No, no, no. Mm. I think men would do better to sometimes think like women or think like, what would she want? What would she expect from me in this situation? Steve-o. And not try and win every argument because we're outgunned. Right. Steve was probably, probably the smoothest guy I know that does that. But I'm going to tell you, at the end of the day, when you do that, they're still going to find something wrong. There's still going to be something wrong. Yeah. And I know, I know, you're going to say, no, Freddie, that isn't true. No, it's just you, Freddie. Yeah. It <laughs> and it's me. And I look around the room and I laugh. And I'm going to remember this conversation because it never changes. Mm-hmm. It's never enough give. Somebody's got to take and somebody's got to give. That's the way a relationship works. At well, any given power, time. Not in a power right, not in a power way. In a sharing be, way. shouldn't be a power struggle. She spoke for two minutes. She went from, I know what's going to happen. Well, if you know what's going to happen, <laughs> then why do something? Because you know what's going to happen. Let's not do it. But now, now again, in, in all, in all fairness, I mean, even, even something like that, we have to kind of dial back a little bit as well. Uh, because nobody has a crystal ball. Uh, there are times where maybe as guys we do things more often than we think we do. We may be a little bit more predictable than we would like to admit. And yeah. then maybe there's just that sense of, I have seen this plenty of times before. Yeah, I know how this is going to turn out. And maybe that's sort of some kind of uh, need to change things up a bit. But I think one of the biggest problems, going back to how you know we are fighting about so many different things, is that we do process information differently. Yep. In general, men and women do not think about things the same way. And in a very simplistic way, you can say that women are more process-oriented, men are more product-oriented. So the best advice for men, Freddie, if you're listening to a woman telling you something, <laughs> shut up. Yes. <laughs> That's the best advice. I'm not going to say a word. Shut up. Right. I'm not saying another listen. word ever again for the rest okay. of my right. life. Because, no, just because this is the male talking. thing. Right. The male thing is, well, why don't you do this? Do this. Do this. Yes. That's the product-oriented, looking for the solution, as opposed to allowing ourselves to be in a process. So when you say maybe think more like women, or maybe women think more and like women, men, it's understanding that we have these different styles and as a man if a woman is talking to me I just I know I just need to listen yes if I'm talking with another guy what about this can you think about that you do that yeah even though we do appreciate that as well we want we want that conversation but But when when it comes to the this conversation I think it's important to listen to your partner so it's really if if it's going to instill in you a reaction that's not a pleasant positive one then yes Dial back and just listen because you have to assume that the person that you're partnered with co- is coming from the best of intentions and is speaking from the heart. If you sure. don't respect that person enough to say, I need to listen to what this person has to say because I care enough about them, whatever comes out of their mouth, whether I like it or not, mm-hmm. I can make a decision afterwards. But you have to respect your partner in a way that says well, hold they're hold trying to tell me something. I got a question for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you give an opinion and I hear it for the first time and you give the same opinion the second through the 20th time, what do you think is going to happen? I'm going to sit here and I'm going to listen. Mm-hmm. And I'm listening for 20, 40 times. You think eventually I'm going to say, you know something, honey? Shut the F up because I heard you the first 20 times. Get out of my head. That's what I'm thinking. See, the, prob- <laughs> the problem is always about delivery. But when you hear the same thing over and over 20 times, it becomes just the opposite. We're not, you the not having a conversation mm-hmm. anymore. Yes. You just beat me into a pulp. Well, that's- you know what? Did you hear what I said? Yeah. In my experience, you know what kills relationships more than anything else? Tell me, Doc. Is when couples stop acting like lovers and mm. turn into each other's parents. It's about two minutes and into that a relationship. Kills the sexy every time. It's no. When it's not when a relationship starts. Asking for twenty times is nagging, and lovers don't nag. Angry, critical parents do. The same thing with judgment, the same thing with criticism. Those are the things that angry parents Well, then let me give you another piece to this puzzle. When you meet somebody who's semi-intelligent, has been in the business world a little bit longer and deals with the element, the element, not talking about all this stuff that comes, and you tell somebody something, don't you think they have enough intelligence to understand what it is you're saying? Or if not, ask. Or Forget about ask. Guys don't ask. But, but is it a matter of intelligence or is it a matter that we hear through these filters that we have, which is our mood, our understanding, our expectations, all of that stuff. Your ego. So the most intelligent people can misunderstand the simplest things. 
Mm-hmm. The most intelligent And it's not a man versus woman thing. No. You know, every relationship mm-hmm. is different, oh, and everybody has different life experiences that they're bringing to the table. So you are a Are you filter. easy to live with? Yes. <laughs> I'm very easygoing. Like, nothing bothers me. Teddy, are you easy to live with? No. Are you easy to live with, new girl? Yeah? Simple? Are you easy to live with? Yes. If you understand me. <laughs> Not I one of them except Teddy. <laughs> only <laughs> Teddy. Only Teddy was the only honest person in the room. Uh, but this is what I'm talking about. <coughs> yeah, but Freddie, are you? No. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> but I'm proud of that. Nobody's I don't, I don't easy to live with. That's the correct answer, but though. Easy. Is there a correct answer? <laughs> yes. What do you mean you're easy? I'm easy to deal with if you understand me. Are you insane? <laughs> I've, I've heard that about well, her, by well, the way. I've heard she is easy, but she's not cheap. She's the most most complicated woman on the planet, but I'm easy to get along with. <laughs> no, am. the answer is nobody's easy. But sometimes people just want peace and quiet. When you yes. get home from a day and both spouses are working, mm-hmm. you just want to sit and be. It's not a reflection of I don't want to talk to you. Yes. I just mm-hmm. need some quiet. Ah, yeah. And, and that's where I think... The other side okay. of the coin is. Right. I don't need the violin. <laughs> and, and, you know, if we broaden that out even a little bit more, just a general thing, and I usually ask people to ask themselves this before they start attacking or criticizing or creating the argument. That so every once in a while we need to ask ourselves in that moment, to holding back to want to criticize or, or, or attack or correct, ask ourselves which is more important right now, being right or making this work? Ooh, Dad! I like right? that. What because you know, you've grown up to be a father. <laughs> yeah. I just, and I say I that, I say so that so based so on actually good. having a, a I, I was very unprofessional with this guy when this came about. It was one of those things where he could not hold himself back. He always had to prove that he was right. He always had to win the argument. And when he came back the following week alone, hmm. telling me that over his over wife... Again left him for that oh, I no. couldn't I couldn't help myself I had to congratulate him Doc, you won he congratulations wanted be, he wanted to be victory home. now I'm going to play a little dootly here because dootly dootly whatever dootly dub right so Freddie's going to be diddling on the radio music for you because the bottom line here Dawn is that you're not supposed to be easy to live with see the problem is that when you start thinking you are is when you start your problems why? He says there's this gentleman. He wanted to be alone. You know, if you could, if you can take I an just egg. I want to be alone. Sometimes Hold on, this gentleman. I said no, the gentleman. He didn't want to be alone. He didn't no, think he, he did. He just he needed just to be telling right. you because he wanted you to think. Oh, feel sorry for me. If you take an egg <laughs> and you put it in your hand, can you hold that egg for a hundred years? No. That's what a relationship is like. And if you don't think that egg <laughs> is ever going to crack or break. And you got to put Humpty He's Dumpty back together. But that's the truth of it. If somebody says to you, you easy to live with, the correct answer is no. I, I, I think the, the, the message really ultimately, like people within themselves <clears throat> say to them, this is, these are my standards. This is really all I want. The question is, in a relationship, do you have those conversations? Do you say, listen, at the very ah, end of the day, what is it that you need to be happy in life and what mm-hmm. do you need from me? If I don't think those conversations are existing in, in no. homes today. So when it comes to are you easy to live with, yes, it's very easy for a woman to say, yeah, I'm easy to live with because at the end of the day, this is who I am, this picture that maybe is probably unexplainable for some women. They can't really get what that is out. But they know within themselves, really, at the end of the day, these are my basic needs, and if these are met, I'm happy go lucky so are we always easy to live with no why because we are human and we have opinions and sometimes our different people come together with different opinions that don't get along they're completely opposing don't you love this conversation i love sandra you know why i love sandra because no matter what the conversation is she goes right into it so i love her and she's a strong woman Mm -hmm. yes and not a lot a lot of women would sit here especially with you guys a little bit she's passionate and she's and she'll put you in your spot i'm gonna tell you something but she's compassionate Mm -hmm. and if she has a glass of wine she puts you in the deepest spot (laughs) (laughs) jen and i had this whole conversation going last wednesday at the end of the day then we stayed and cleaned up and the conversation continues Mm-hmm. Tell everyone where we can find you and United Latinas. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook, on LinkedIn, on Instagram at, at the United Latinas. Uh, you can search it. United Latinas Boca will come up. Um, UnitedLatinas.com. Or text me, 908-367-0794. And we yeah. have our next event, December 12th, next week. Yes, and I want you to bring the ladies. How was Fuego? It was awesome. I love it. it. Awesome? I love it. I love it. I want you to bring the ladies because I now will. we're going to do it in Spanish. Yep. And then we'll bring them from Studio B to Studio A and Studio A to the parking line. And if it's 
Steve-O has his way. Wait till he's going to bring on the other side of the put some freestyle music on. Something. And it's still Sex Talk with the Seagull Brothers? So sex Talk with the Seagull Brothers, yep. Still uh, Facebook Live. Friday night. Uh, starting uh, this Friday night, we will be uh, Friday nights at 7 p.m. And we are going to have a, new, a different studio look at WNN. I got the keys yesterday. We're going to change the look. And we're going to invite some people into studio. Excellent. So that if you're having a little limpy problem, come and see the doctor. A little front. limpy problem. Yeah, yeah limp, limp, limp yeah, on yeah. in. Tune in to Brothers on Friday night at 7 o'clock on WNN, now with three FMs and 1 AM, and then we continue on Saturday nights from 8 to 10. That's right, we keep going and and a new guest on Destination Wedding. Okay. Probably perfect for you, yes, Steve. Yes, he well. Steve was going to be on the set, too. Steve was in the house, so you know what? His phone line is open. He's ready to book some gigs. He's going to start taking appointments. <laughs> Stay tuned, and we'll be right back. If a tree falls in the woods and no one is around to hear it, does it make a sound? Have you ever felt that your voice goes unheard? And you think that you can make a difference if only someone would just listen? It's time for women in business to have a place to step into your power. A platform to embrace your hopes, dreams, and your visions. A voice to heal and restore. Your voice can make a difference. We have the platform to share your story and let your voice be heard. Be kind to yourself. Give yourself the chance to be heard and shine bright. Contact New Dawn Media by texting CAFE to 80800. That's C-A-F-E-280-800. Sexy, seductive, and beautiful. Looking for a professional and talented photographer? Danielle Bujan specializes in capturing flirtatious and tasteful images for yourself or your partner. Located in South Florida, Danielle really knows how to bring out your inner beauty on a shoot. Visit her website at www.daniellebuljan.com or call her at 561-305-2241 to capture your most desirable moments. up a bit to be a little adventurous to make your meals pop don pablo coffee growers and roasters have that special ingredient that little bit of adventure in a bottle to take your dinner to the next level so take a leap and try one of don pablo's fresh roasted specialty coffee meat rubs on your beef chicken or pork you'll never go back to boring again go ahead rub it on your meat does your business MobiPop? A new way to grow your business. Using a simple keyword, drive customers right to you with just a click. Customers will receive your personalized digital business card within seconds with all your contact information in one place, including a gallery of photos, videos, and clear call to action that drives sales. Promote your products and services or share a hot new listing with custom event pages and RSVP form, boosting qualified leads. Special offers and promotions are directly sent to your potential customers' phones with text campaigns, increasing foot traffic, and creating a loyal following. Let MobiPop drive your marketing campaign. Focus on your business. Let Moby Pop focus on growing it.
Well, we're back. I don't know how we do what we do. Freddie's always eating on set. Bobby Jackson is not eating. Welcome back to the Brooklyn Cafe TV. Wow, what a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I like the way we scripted that show because I totally knew the Siegel brothers were coming. You knew it. Not. <laughs> I didn't know Sander was coming. Not. I knew Sander was, but I love the conversation we had because... Sandra and Jenji and I were having this whole conversation after our party last Wednesday, and it went so late that when Larry and Ricky came, it was a great bridge over to bring Sandra in, but you kept her in Fuego for so long. I heard Fuego was a success. How was it? Fuego host? Heard about it? I think that was fantastic. Fantastic. We love it. Cortez, how'd you like Fuego? Um, it was nerve-wracking, but <laughs> I, I made it through. Two excellent guests. You got to love Cortez and Debbie. They come at... 10 o'clock, he's still here. They've been through two shows, a few meetings, a few empanadas. Mm-hmm. This is really a show that we get to do. Mm-hmm. We've got new producers. Taryn was leaving, and she's still here. Now she's running the board. We do a little bit of everything. It. you got to love what goes on in this studio. We do a little bit of everything. So welcome back to the Brooklyn Cafe. We're running two sets right here in our new studio. We're at 2400 Northwest Boca Raton Boulevard. So great. So amazing places. I'm going to keep talking while you're eating, so don't worry. We're all good. We're working on our phone lines. I think Fuego is a new thing. We've done two back-to-back shows. Fernando and Sandra, I think, just looking at them, I think it's right, perfect. Perfect dynamic to do this. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. I think this is fantastic. Where have you been on my life? It's the open communication. The Siegel brothers are hilarious. I love that you finally came in because I needed another female to have this conversation with me. To do this, I can see why. Can you understand why? <laughs> why? Because there's a lot of men in Wait, here. Wait, where's your note? Mm, mm, this mm, is this mm, is for. Mm, um, mm. I'm going to ask Steve-O. Mm. See, here's yes. the difference. So you got Bobby Jackson, mm. and he's young and married. See, Taryn's young, married. Teddy, young in a relationship. Mm-hmm. We're all old. <laughs> so now you hang it up. Well, tell me, what do you think I said? That's Steve-O. You know, we're all married kids, different stage of life. Then they're still in these romantic relationships in their twenties. Mm-hmm. Things change in your fifties, no? Thank you very much. <laughs> this is where I, they told me not to talk, just to hold this up. <laughs> well, tell me what you think I said. Because that's the story of my life. And there you have it. Listen, um, this is a, an OG. I know. First guy that sponsored on the show was this gentleman. He opened up his business, what, four years ago? Up yeah, at iHeart. up on three now. Huh? He's been with us through all of our yeah. studios. I know. It gets more exciting every time right here. This is amazing. And this was the first remote we did? Or the second? Around there? Yes. The uh-huh. Custom Fitness Institute. Yeah. Bobby Jackson. He was with us at iHeart when we first started. Then he went to the gallery with us as we moved along. And now here he is bringing guests. Mm-hmm. Telling me I've got this great guest to bring and at yeah, our new studio. Long overdue. I got a good one for us today. This is awesome. I am so excited. Destination Weddings. I know. You can't get married again. But <laughs> yes, he can. Yes, again. <laughs> <Val> renewal. <laughs> oh, look at that. You can do Val. Tell me what you think I said. These empanadillas, brother, are delicious. Did you make them? Manuel. They're absolutely delicious. Help um, Dylan and, and Glenn move everything that we need out of there into the bags. Neatly. Because we're going on remote tomorrow and yes. Thursday. So Where we've got we a lot going on. Tomorrow we're going to be at Dignity Memorial in Lake Worth. I spoke to them today. We're talking about celebration of life and different options for pre-need of everyone can have their pre-needs met. And then Thursday, we're going to be in Delray at the Delray Arts Garage. So we got a the lot going arts on. Arts Garage. And we going to have singers there? I don't know who they're bringing. Us. Are no. we bringing singers? No. We're supposed to. No. Yes. yes. Maybe. We're bringing that one lady. Tell me what you think I said. Mm. No. But yes, bring whoever you like, Freddie. Mm-hmm. We'll make it all work. That's the first time I ever heard no about bringing singers. You can bring a singer, whatever you want to do. Anyway. Bring whatever you want to do. Bobby, what is going on at Custom Fitness Institute? Yeah, we're uh, just winding down the year right here. Everybody's uh, staying in shape for the holidays. And, well, that's uh, a whole other thing. Yeah, that's, that's a tough part. <laughs> you still have those fighters? Yeah, yeah. We got uh, one event happening this Saturday down in, uh, in Fort Lauderdale. And then pretty much that'll wrap out the season four. So then we'll see what the schedule looks you like. you have any champions year, still so. in your corral? Uh, yeah, we got Nikita. He uh, he's done with the fighting for 19, and we'll just see what uh, 2020 schedule is looking like. We should be heading back down to Vegas within the first couple months. So. And how's Miranda doing? The champ going. She's doing good. She's doing really good. So I'm not sure when her next fight's going to be, but she's been uh, yeah, she's training with another another group out of uh, Coconut Creek now, and so everybody's just uh, continuing on the path. So. And how's your wife? 
Wife is doing great. I heard you absolutely. guys are expecting your first child. We absolutely are not. <laughs> <laughs> I love this topic. Can we keep going here? Yeah, she's, she's still expecting a dog, so that's that's the battle right now. So we're starting with. Be very the, uh, careful. You're getting one for uh, Christmas. Yeah, right. Be very careful, my friend. Any help, so. <laughs> I have a feeling she will be with child before the end of the year. Wow. How many weeks? Yeah, wow. That could be four. any day now. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to be a grandfather again. Okay. Freddie's going to have a second child. Wow, ah, congratulations. Oh, congrats. Kudos. Now, don't take me down with you. Okay? <laughs> they come in threes. <laughs> I'm, I'm they come in threes. Yeah, you got three. So, Freddie, I've seen two. Right there and you. the third one is yet right. to be announced. That'd be very right, exciting, we'll though. But it's good to have. And tell us a little bit about your friend that you brought here. Yeah, Will Medina right here, the man. Um, destination wedding specialist. Uh, you know, our backstory is he was actually one of my first training clients at the very first gym I worked at in Fort Lauderdale. Yes, I used I to work moved. out. Doesn't show now, but I used to work <laughs> out. <laughs> so, so he had just moved down from Wisconsin, which yes. I wasn't going to hold against him being a Minnesotan. But uh, but yeah, we just met him, uh, met him through fitness, and uh, and just really became really good friends. Of course, spending a ton of time with C as well. Um, and uh, so that's it. He's just killing it in the, uh, you know, destination weddings, the honeymoons, and really just that kind of travel agent uh, extraordinaire there. So, How did you get involved doing destination weddings? You know, at first I got involved uh, 10 years ago when I started my travel business. I was working at a call center in Wisconsin, and uh, I was born in the Dominican Republic, so everyone was asking me where to go to stay at a resort. And I was just helping out friends, and a coworker one day said, "You know, like you should have, you should open your own, tra your own travel agency." And I'm like, "Oh, that was actually my dream as a kid." Um, so I started as at the time it was a home-based travel agent, uh, kind of like on the side gig. And one of my first uh, trips was a group that I put together to take to my homeland. And we went, it was like 25 people um, from Wisconsin. We had a blast. And one of the guys, they fell in love with the island so much. And they got engaged and they got married the next year. By default, I was a travel agent, so I planned the first one. And then from there, just like things kept evolving and I did, you know, one or two a year. Um, and by year three, I want to say it was like, I really like this thing. So I just like went full out, like all out for How long have you been doing weddings. it? 10 years as of August. Jesus Christ, wow. 10 yeah. years. <laughs> yep. You're like this guy, yeah, yeah. Mr. DJ over here, what, 24 yeah, years? Yeah, we just told him, 27 years. Yeah. Wow, he beats me. <laughs> well, he's one of the biggest in South Florida. If not, now you're all over the place too, right? Performing in the Kravitz Center on Friday. Are you really? Nice. Congratulations. And you did the Trump yeah. thing at the BB&T? Yeah. How was that? Good? That was good. Was a little it? crazy. 